This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, boo! It's me, Roz. Welcome to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez. I'm Roz Hernandez. I talk to people that I find interesting and funny and cool about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, all kinds of paranormal weirdness. Thank you guys so much for joining me on my relaunch at Exactly Right. It has been so nice hearing from... So many people. Wow. Keep those ghost stories coming. I really appreciate you guys sending me them. And before we get into today's episode, I wanted to actually read one that I got from a longtime listener named Yvette. Yvette writes, I was about five. I used to sleep in the same room and bed that faced the door and closet with my mom. While my grandma slept in the other room of our two-bedroom classic Santa Monica apartment. It was the dead of night when I heard my mom screaming. I woke up, and alarmed, I automatically began to scream myself. 
I rubbed my eyes to see what she could be screaming about. And I spotted on the closet a dark figure walking across. From what I could make out, the figure was in the shape of an old lady with a shawl on top of the head. That's when I screamed even louder. My mom and I jumped out of bed and I ran to my grandma's room. It wasn't until I was older, when I would tell the story, that I asked my mom why she was screaming. She told me her half. She said she woke up to hear a noise of rustling at the foot of my bed. Then she felt the impression of someone sitting down on the corner, getting up, and then slowly dragging along the side, leading up to the head of the bed on my side, Yvette's side. And that's when she began to scream. So we went over some photos. I saw a picture, and I asked who was in it. It was me as a baby, my mom, grandma, and an old lady with a shawl over her head. My mom said that it was my great-grandma who lived in our room before she passed. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was her that I saw. Oh my god, Yvette. Okay, this is terrifying. But also, okay, thank you for sending me this. You know, I think about this a lot. You know, I've had this happen to me too with my grandmother passing and then coming back to visit. And I'm sure that these spirits don't mean to be terrifying. But like, I wish that they would sometimes remember Like, you used to be humans. Don't you know? Don't you remember from when you were a human how scary that would be to have someone sitting on your bed and dragging along? Like, no. Or at the very, like, you should remember, like, maybe I shouldn't do the shawl. Maybe I'll leave the shawl in my little ghost closet. I'm sure it was all well-intentioned and lovely, but scary. Thank you, Yvette. Everybody, please keep sending me ghost stories. Listen to the end of the show. I'll tell you how you can do that. Anyway, today I am joined by two friends who I absolutely adore. They are so funny. They are a comedy duo that I've known for a number of years And then during the pandemic, they just started painting murals, cut to now, where they're painting every celebrity's house in town. Actually, they even painted for recent guest Busy Phillips, one of her homes at one point. So um, they're all over the place, and they kill me. They are so funny. They've been on the show before. So let's just get into my conversation with Jensen Titus and Nick Shepard, also known as Very Gay Paint. On with the show! We got some repeat customers here. Well, well, well. If it isn't the two known as Very Gay Paint, Nick and Jensen... We're here. Hi, Roz. We're back. <laughs> gotcha. The last time you guys were on, the children went wild. The children were clamoring. The kids were at recess and they did not want to come back inside. Couldn't get them back in the building. Also, the dynamic for this show I love because one of you is just an angel that believes in all of this stuff and, you know, is just perfect... In every way. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is the enemy. 
the kind of person that says this stuff is a bunch of hooey. Baloney. Baloney. Malarkey. Baloney Malarkey. Baloney Malarkey is uh, could be a great drag name. I love her. I've seen her many times at, um, at Precinct Perform in downtown Los Angeles. She's a ghost. <laughs> she's a ghost drag she's queen. She's a ghost. Yeah. So what <laughs> do you believe in now, Nick? Yeah. She's a ghost until you have the tips out. And then she, right. she she'll take those. She's very real. So I first off have to ask, Nick, our more skeptical, do we say non-believer? Where are you at? Has anything changed since the last time we spoke? I think as far as spirits, unfortunately, no. You know, I love vibes and I can and I will say the word vibes and I will think about the word vibes. But when we start getting into spirits entities, um, you, you know, the skepticism's on 10. Okay. This is my challenge is to see if we can make that a nine. I have a feeling it, after today's episode, it might be like an 11 or 12, but <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm building the brick wall higher and higher. <laughs> now, Jensen, yes. what about you? Have you had any experiences since we last talked? Um, Not like, in, not any like uh, spiritual. You've had no experiences. I have been just in purgatory since <laughs> last time we recorded. Well, I know you guys went to RuPaul's house because you painted RuPaul's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was being fully renovated. It is. I mean, you people can watch the tour now on AD. But it looks like if a child described a mansion to you. Like, they're like, is there disco balls and oh, a room could be orange. And a huge marble staircase in the city. Yeah, it's very like. Yeah. Um, what's that? What's that movie where they come? All the children come singing down the stairs. It's a sound very of music. Movie. Yes, of course, it's that. Yeah, but not a haunted house. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, there's plenty of time for people to die there. Careful on that staircase. Exactly. Well, guys, I got some stuff for us. I'm so excited. Is it something? Does it have anything to do with Fister? I'm glad you remember that because, of course, you know I've done dozens, hundreds of these episodes over the past four years, and. That is one of my top five favorite moments. If you haven't heard, go back and listen when they were on like a year ago. We talked about a place in Wisconsin, a very prominent, popular hotel that is haunted, known as the Fister Hotel. And boy, did we have a field day with that. Guido Fister. How could we forget? Guido Fister. I will never forget. Well... Keeping in that tradition, I worked hard. I actually really did work hard on this research, and I was trying to find some places <laughs> that might appeal to two gentlemen such as yourself. So let's talk about a couple of places and, and things that I found. The first is in Arkansas, and it is a historic home known as the Empress of Little Rock, which is glamorous girl but she also has another name oh the horny brook mansion <laughs> okay that's about right okay okay brook like a stream horny brook one word it's actually a last name not unlike fister it sounds like when you could you could like name your apartment things on facebook and check in there and someone yes. was like we're gonna call ours the horny brook mansion <laughs> 
Totally. <laughs> but they called it that because just like the Fister Hotel, it was the name of the person that moved in. I got this stuff from an article about haunted history on the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm going to take you guys back. The year was 1888. And you guys are history buffs, right? I know everything <laughs> about that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say, you guys are uh, really old, right? You were alive in 1888. That's how you learn history. You got to live through it, baby. Um, okay. Well, just, you know, because I, I like to set the tone sometimes of, of when and where we are. So, um, and we also learned last time that you guys are huge baseball fans. Yes. We love history and baseball. Can't get enough of this stuff. Okay. So let's just, you know, so you guys can help us out here with setting the tone. So 1888, the World Series that year was between the New York Munchkins. The New York Giants, actually. I guess at the time there was a team called the New York Giants. Well, it was when they were smaller and then and then they got big. <laughs> you have to know you everyone has to start somewhere and you have to know your history. That's true. Uh and your history. Um it was between the New York Giants and the St. Louis P God damn it. It's been too long. The St. Louis Peepees. Hey, are you going to the Munchkins versus the Peepees game? Yeah, got my foam finger. Okay, back to 1888. So also, well, a couple more facts. Let's see. The presidential election that year was between Benjamin... Button. Button. (laughs) Of course. Benjamin Harrison and Grover... The Grove. The Grove. (laughs) Grove. It was between the Grove and Benjamin Button. Grover the Grove. It does Uh, feel like the Grove is aging backwards, if I'm honest. Yes. She's more gorgeous every day. Oh, my God. (laughs) They have an American Girl doll store there with a cafe and everything at the Grove, Los Angeles. One more fact. Joseph J. Sullivan that year dropped a banger of a song that was called, Where Did You Get That Bitch? (laughs) Where did you get that that bitch? Horny Brooke. Where'd you get that hat? Okay. Oh, where'd you get that hat? Carly Rae Jepsen has a cover of that. Oh, does she? Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) So that was the year also, 1888, that the Hornybrook Mansion was built by James H. Hornybrook. He was a cigar-chomping, whiskey-drinking saloon keeper, Mr. Hornybrook. And also, it's kind of cute the way it's spelled. It's H-O-R-N-I-B-R-O-O-K-E. Hornybrook. Like, I like the eye. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's like horny, but it's like a little more innocent. Yeah. He originally named it the Empress. I'm sure that's probably what he wants. I don't know. Actually, I don't know who named it that. The Empress of Little Rock? The Empress of Little Rock. Wow. Okay, so it is a gorgeous Queen Anne-style Victorian. It's seriously so beautiful. There's a turret at the top that James H. Hornybrook used to use to keep a lookout from police when he would gamble up there with his friends. He ended up dying of a stroke on the property at only 49 years old. And his wife, Margaret McCulley Hornybrook, died two years later, also at only 49, they say of a broken heart. Nowadays, it is a bed and breakfast. And so people can go stay there. They can, you know, take tours of it and see the property. And I think that's probably why they tend to lean into calling it the Empress of Little Rock as opposed to, like, who wants to go to the Hornybrook for a nice little 
breakfast in bed. Um, so people see playing cards strewn across the floor of James H. Hornybrook's game room. The electric fireplace turns on by itself in there. There's a woman from Maryland that stayed there four times, and every time she stayed on the second floor, she saw a mass of darkness in her room. (sighs) According to a website called FrightFind.com, the current owner claims that James Hornibrook came to him and pleaded that he restores the home to its original Hornibrook glory. The owner's wife, currently has felt cold spots and felt chills in the house. People also claim that there's a ghost of a former maid that is seen in the second floor bedrooms that disappears into the closets. People also see a man in an old-fashioned captain's uniform. And they say that they hear footsteps in the halls and they hear voices coming from empty rooms. The Hornybrook Mansion. Wow. The idea that he came as a ghost to beg someone, I just, I can't, I can't imagine a ghost begging to have the humility. They sort of command, right? That's like their whole thing. Yeah, but the thing with when you're a ghost, to the average person, I feel like you can threaten them. Like, right. like I will interrupt your sleep every single night. Exactly. You don't need to be begging when you have the supernatural like upper hand there. But the energy of Mr. Hornybrook pleading with this guest feels so atypical for a ghost. He's a sort of a, a sub-ghost. Yeah. I'm just imagining. This also reminds me of when we talked about the Fisters. I believe it was uh, Jensen who brought up <laughs> how at one point how you got the your last name. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, how you get that last name. At one point in history. Oh, sure. They were fucking by a, fucking by a stream. Every time they went by a stream, they said... That rushing sound. I am imagine. I you know it's hard not to just think of a girl that people call horny Brooke. Yes, who's just like who's a little bit like, oh, what is everybody? What what are you doing tonight? And you're just like, Brooke, (laughs) sit down. Oh, Brooke, calm down, Brooke. She's like, please restore the home back to its original. (laughs) I can't come. I can't come unless this place looks like it used to. I just have to be this this fucking empress. I, I love your horny girl voice. Yeah, she's it's like she, her teeth are always bared. Yeah, the face, Jensen, that you're making that the listeners can't see is it's, it feels old timey. Yeah, Horny Brook was from 1888. What? You, oh, you've got like sort of the the mid Atlantic kind of accent, but you're so horny. Yeah, I'd give anything for the for the <laughs> the hotel to be restored. <laughs> Please, sir, look at me sopping wet. Wet as a brook. Too far. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No. I'll back off that. <laughs> I'm surprised that you could... Um, I feel like in the past you could legally die of a broken heart. They just let... The coroner would write down, like, yeah, broken heart. I mean, I actually have a grandma that they say did that after her husband died. But I don't know. I don't know if that's what is on the death certificate. I think that's real. It's romantic. I do I feel like dogs, real. we do, we see it in dogs, right? It is, it is often the case that two pet dogs that are old, if one dies, the other will very shortly after be like, I give up. Yeah. We have to have more to live for than our romantic partners. I'll tell you that. I live for being horny. Well, I've got someone that we can talk about now. Maybe they're looking for a romantic partner. I'm not sure. Okay. 
a cryptid creature. Are you familiar with that term, cryptid? Cryptid? No, please. Cryptid is sort of like uh, Bigfoot or Loch Ness, like, uh, you know, these these creatures that science still hasn't quite captured and studied, but people, you know, report seeing them. And there's, there's tons of them. Like, Bigfoot and Loch Ness, those are kind of like... Those are those girls. You know what I mean? Like, everyone Mm -hmm. knows them. They're sort of the Madonna and Britney of, like, the cryptid world. But then there's, like, a bunch of other cryptids. I feel like it's like drag queens. Like, my mom will be like, RuPaul. And I'm like, totally. that's a drag queen, and there are so many more. There's so many. And they're popping up all over the place. This one here is in Alabama, and it's called the Alabama White Thang. (laughs) (laughs) the alabama white thing i think i've met her it's definitely thang i actually just recently learned about this from a tiktok historian that i met named uh joshua i think you say his last name darren darren um he's great go check out his stuff he was telling me about the alabama white thang so i did a little bit of research i went to AL.com, which is the official Alabama website. So since the 1940s, people report seeing this white creature that is over seven feet tall in the triangle area between Morgan, Ottawa, and Jefferson counties. It is known for being extremely fast. Some reports say that it walks on two legs, but it runs on four, which is terrifying. That's kind of that's like Megan. Like yeah. The clip of Megan, like, running on all fours. Yes, if Megan were a seven-foot-tall, naked white meth head. Well, <laughs> actually, I don't know if it's naked or not. Maybe it's got an outfit at this point. I also think sure. there's something really endearing about the idea of counties. We don't really get that except for in the, like, that Midwest, the South, where you're, where you're really describing places as counties. Jefferson County. But that's because we live in Los Angeles County, which literally has, like— such completely different cities within it. It has like six different states. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so they say that it screeches in a way that sounds like a woman screaming. (laughs) This is me. I was going to say, it sounds like Nick, the more and more we talk about it. It sounds like (laughs) I stripped naked, had a bunch of cold brew. Wait, Nick, we don't know if it's naked. I'm assuming it's naked. We know it's hairy. Okay. Oh, okay, not me. Not Nick. I think. I don't know. The white thing is not a twink. I think that it's possible. It is just a very tall white woman that wants to just take a break from the family, get a little quiet time in the woods. And screech. Well, people probably startle her, and then, yeah, she screeches. I don't blame her. Girl's got a screech. And she's just a naturally hairy woman. We like that. Yeah. Back to my research. It is full white hair all over her body. Mm, wow. Everywhere. Grandma. It's also been described as looking like a mix of a dog and a lion with a long tail. This is what the song She Wolf is about. <gasps> I love that song. Oh. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, 
The key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I got one more thing for you guys. And this one I'm so excited about. This is the final one I got. Oh, boy. And I spent some time researching this one. I dove deep into this one. It is an area of West Virginia that is haunted, known as Booger Hole. No, no. Oh, Booger Hole? Booger (laughs) Hole. Oh, you're talking about Booger Hole? I'm like, I don't want to talk about Booger Hole. Don't bring me back there. It's deep in the wooded mountains of West Virginia. There's a little bitty town that they call Booger Hole. It's between Rush Fork and Big Otter. It's just a random adjective, random name. It's like when um, you get the like temporary Wi-Fi password. <laughs> and it's like Big Otter 42. Carnivorous Samantha. Angry Salmon. I love Big Otter. I think that's fun. Big Otter's fun. Oh, you know that Big Otter? Oh, you mean Booger Hole? Like it feels like... <laughs> Booger Hole between s- Sneaky Parmesan and Electric <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> electric Jezebel. <laughs> sneaky Parmesan. Oh, my God. The two best counties in West Virginia. So there were mysterious unsolved murders that happened between the late 1800s, and 1917. There's some stuff you can read online about it. I don't want to go too far. You know, people can look for themselves. Mainly uh, the stuff that I got was from WestVirginiaHauntsAndLegends.com. Legends! These are all registered under Roz. These domains. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) You, You track the IP. Yeah. 
Um, is that what it's called? An IP address? I don't even I know. I think so. Something like that. Call in if you, if you know whether or not it's a, it's an IP address or a server. What's it called? I'm serving Booger Hole. <laughs> wow. So uh, of these murders, um, th- there was a ton. That none of them ever solved. But it seems like people were murdered by different people. The, at least that was the what people suspected. It seems like people are murdered by different people. No, but it's like it's not like there was a, a, a serial killer that they right, never right, caught. Right. It seems like it, they were different scenarios over this, like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 year period. Um, but one of the women that was murdered was an older woman that was accused of witchcraft, of course. Like, it was that time, you know. But... Um, Actually, I mean, that is kind of late, late 1800s, 1900s, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened this year. Oh, truly. So the whole murder spree ended. There was a mob that was formed with members of, including members of the families of the people that were the murder victims. And this mob of people in the town basically kicked the suspected murderers out of the town and they threatened to kill them. They were like, get out of this town. We know you murdered our people. Get out. You will not tarnish the booger hole name. Exactly. Wow. You get your ass over to Sneaky Parmesan. Yes. <laughs> if you want to kill, you go to Electric Jezebel. Not booger hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the true boogers of booger hole. So now it's now it's just hole. Hole County. <laughs> no more boogers left. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a city that's just called Hole, right? There must be. Oh, y'all there from Hole? There has to be. Just <laughs> Hole. hole? <laughs> so once they kicked all those people out, the murders stopped. However, ghosts have penetrated the hidden, bushy area known as Booger Hole. People report hearing the sounds of people riding horses up the road, but no one is there. A woman in white with long black hair is seen walking down the street as she wails, howls, and sobs. It was me. Um, (laughs) Ghost hunters far and wide gather to this day in hopes that they might get a taste of the mysterious southern region known as Booger Hole. Booger Hole, thank you. Should we go to Booger Hole? It's probably not a place I want to be. I'm not going to lie. Really? Does that surprise you that I don't want to explore Booger Hole? I don't know. I just I just imagine the three of us at Booger Hole having a good old time. I don't know. I'm afraid it would be a letdown, so I'm just going to stay away from any Booger Hole. It's hard to live up to a name like that. Yeah. Okay, well, that was my research. How do you feel about it? Incredibly well-researched. I love all the websites you named. Thank you. Yeah. Really specific websites, Roz. Has it, um, has it affected your belief in any of this stuff yet? Either of you. <sighs> if anything, it's making me more of a non-believer somehow. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> you're all I got. No, listen. I'm totally convinced now. All, all it took was the white thing. I said, oh, white thing? Oh, I know her. <laughs> there was like the stuff with the fucking horny brook. I was like, there are playing cards out on the ground. Okay. And then the electric fireplace. I'm like, that could be on a timer. Uh, it sounds very chic for it to turn on by itself. I would be like, right? Ooh, full service. Yeah. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. I, the maid disappearing into the closet did get me. I was like, okay, who saw? Unless there was just a maid that was 
afraid to be perceived. <laughs> or, yeah, she was, like, not supposed to be there. She was, like, stealing, like, toilet yeah. paper rolls to take home, and then someone busted her. Yeah. Like, she always disappears into the closet. Well, I did more research. Don't worry. So this— uh. This you right said it was here. all your research, Roz. <laughs> no, that What's was my research. Okay, that was my research on some mysterious places. <laughs> but now I've got something. I think this will change your mind because right, this right. here, it doesn't get more real than eBay.com. So now it's time for a segment that you guys did with me last time. I love yes. this segment. It's called The Dolls Are Living. <laughs> so today, we are going to be talking about Martha. She's got bangs, which I love. Um, little messy, long hair, gorgeous hat. I love her bag. I love her bag. Yeah, she keeps her K in there. Oh, she does have a bag that matches her dress and her hat. And She's serving. I love this. She really is giving us a look. So currently she has zero bids. She's starting out at $40. Or you could buy her now for 100 So let's read about Martha. It says, Martha is very secretive and shady. Some of the things she says, I just don't believe. She changed her story too many times and can be rather grumpy and irritable. Martha claims that she was a store owner in a small town. It was some kind of general store. Martha says the store was slowly costing too much to fix and she couldn't keep it up any longer. Her son came and acted as if he was going to help her, but ended up buying it from underneath her. She was angry and lost trust in everyone. Martha died alone in her home of old age. She has held on to this anger, even into the spirit realm. Another story is that it was her house. So I don't know which story is true or if any of it is true at all. I feel she needs some more investigating and someone to break down the walls that she has put up. If you are feeling drawn to Martha or that you may be able to help her, please place a bid or use the buy now option and adopt her. Whoa, adopt. The language is really interesting. I know. Do you feel like you can help her? The Kind of the concept with all of these is that this Martha old woman somehow got in this doll. And so, yes, we're buying this gorgeous doll, but what you're really getting is Martha, the bitter old lady. Who has a lot of changing stories and needs someone to help break down her walls. Right. It does sound like there's a lot of defensiveness. There's some compulsive lying happening. Definitely some projection. I really like that there's this whole idea of like you're of like helping a spirit sort of move on. It's more than just a doll and a haunt. It's like, can you help this? Can you help Martha? There's something really endearing. Totally. It sounds like I'm paying to be a therapist. Kind of, yeah. yeah. People like caretaking. Ugh, sick of they need to they need a therapist. Well, for just forty dollars, you could become Martha's therapist. Well Martha does look shady to me. Of course. Yeah. I mean, what is in that bag? What's in her little handbag that she's carrying around? Nick said ketamine. Yeah, definitely ketamine. And that's what happened. She had a store and a home, and it all went under because of her ketamine addiction. Oh, uh, well, that could be part of the story. I don't know. We What do we believe? What do we believe? She disappears from the image. We solved it. I, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm afraid that that didn't convince you. But 
No, no, no. Honestly, that kind of did convince me because I'm like this like unresolved spirit and it's bitter and it's it's sticking around in the stall. And I'm like, yeah. The story is remarkably pedestrian and believable. Yeah. It doesn't sound like anyone would make up that she's sort of angry and owned a store. It's like she's a little bit of a liar. <laughs> yeah. like she's a little annoying. So if you want to like help her, like it's very quotidian. Yeah. She just needs to get her act together. Oh, Martha. I hope I hope she finds a home. Jens, did you say quotidian? No- mm-hmm. What does that mean? I was hoping that um, uh, nobody would ask me. Pan quotidian? Yeah, that's a store, right? That's a little bread shop. I think it means like pedestrian as well. I mean, it's a gorgeous word. I'm not, this isn't even an attempt to call you out. I wanted to kind of build my vocabulary. No, I think, I think that's what it is. God, if there was a way that we could look up. If only. Oh yeah, other occurring every day, daily. Ordinary or every day, especially when mundane. Okay. So she is serving quotidian. She's serving quotidian whole. Quotidian whole, honey. (laughs) Okay, we're working on Nick still. This is going to do it. You want to hear some ghost voices? Let's have it. All right, let's try it. It's time for EVPs or EVPs. So what I do, I go to the internet. I go to YouTube. TikTok, wherever, and I find EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. I've got one for you today, and I want you guys to tell me what you hear, and then I'll give you some options, and we're going to guess what the person that posted it believes they heard the ghost saying. This one is from Spectral Researchers. It's at the Trans-Allegheny Asylum in Weston, West Virginia, and it's it's creepy as can be. Let's give it a listen. What is this ghost saying? Oh, God. Okay, wait. Sorry. Go again. It's a whisper. I'm hearing victory hole. Victory Hole. Victory Hole. I need it again. Well, I can give you some options. Please give me some options. Is it A, hey, Grandpa? <laughs> you know, like when you're looking for a, a daddy? Yeah, of course. Um, Is it B, yeah, no flaw? <laughs> like when the judges are like flawless. Yeah, no flaw. No flaw. Yeah, no flaw. Okay. Is it C, they don't talk? Maybe it's a person that uses they, them pronouns and they don't talk. Or is it D? Just nothing. Just no voice. I think it's that one. I, oh, I, oh, I, I'm hearing the first thing I actually heard was, I read a book. Final answer. I hear, I read a book. I hear, hey, grandpa. It's definitely, hey, grandpa. Yes. Wow. I hear it. Are they just there to cut up? I mean, they run out of things to say. There's only so much of like, "Ah, I'm going to kill you. Like, you got to come up with other things. Like, you know, you're stuck there for eternity. You're going to say all kinds of shit. That's true. Sometimes you got to say something quotidian. Yeah. Honey, I put the titty in quotidian. Ow. Okay, last thing. I'm just going to list off some unexplained phenomena. Tell me if you think about it, if you've ever thought about it, if you got a story about it, whatever. Um, Okay, here we go. First one, past lives, go. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I actually, this gets me. I, I can get on board with past lives. You shock me. Okay, so why is that? Um, I have deja vu so much and also am um, a narcissist. I don't know. <laughs> so do you, do you, have you ever thought about what you may have had a life as in the past? My past lives feels very like kind of I'm every woman. I, I feel like there's been just so many times and maybe this is just what it's like to be alive and have empathy but like i hear a story and i'm like i can imagine that happening to me which is i actually just having empathy never mind also think like a lot of skeptic very skeptical people past lives are one of the only things that they'll believe in because it's concrete and that there is evidence that it has happened so it's one of the few things really skeptical people will believe in and explain this evidence are you talking about like children that remember things no just that there were lives before us so if they're gonna if a skeptical person's gonna believe anything they would believe that a soul could be recycled through a life because there's like they know that people have lived before us but with all these other things they don't they don't they might not believe in afterlife there's no evidence of an afterlife there's no evidence of an in-between i like the thought of god or whoever is in charge like they're they go green they want to recycle. They're like, I'm yes. done with that soul. And I'm not just going to throw it away, like in the trash. Like, let's try to make something new of it. Um, what do you guys think about demons? Do you believe in them? Absolutely. I didn't before I met Jensen. Ooh! There's darkness in that one. For sure. How about uh, Ouija boards? No, I don't believe it. Mm-mm. Somebody's pushing. Someone's pushing. Someone's pushing a damn agenda. Why is it just, it's just the, they'll only talk to you through that? No, come on. And in English? Right? Using our 26 letter alphabet? Or we can record them say, hey, grandpa. So they got ways of talking. It's just one of the many. Hey, grandpa. Want to go on a date? Want to go to the booger hole? (laughs) Sorry, I can't hang out tonight, girls. I'm meeting grandpa at the booger hole. (laughs) What about curses? Do you believe that a curse is a thing? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> anytime something bad happens to jensen he can't be like did i do something to make this happen it's a, just a curse did i do that did i do that or is that a curse he's like my dishes <laughs> there's so many dirty dishes in my sink it's I don't a curse know. i got cursed by the dish <laughs> demon shit dish well demon. shit yeah i believe in curses for sure i think you can get I don't cursed think, i don't really believe in curses yeah Although, you know, how do we explain the Kennedys? You guys are the history buffs. <laughs> well, fellas. Roz is, not, Roz is not satisfied. Roz is not happy with Nick. I'm happy with my performance today. I really dug deep into booger holes, into horny brooks, into white things, into Martha, into hey, grandpa. So... We started out at a 10 with the the non-believer. Has it gone up or down? Well, you know, now that we've brought past lives into the mix, I think we can put me at a 9.5. That's great. This is so fun. You guys are the best. Tell people, you know, what you got going on. There's a billion things. One billion things. Um, We have a company called Very Gay Paint, um, and we wrote a book called A Very Gay Book that's out now. Congratulations. Um, you can follow us at Variegate Paint on whatever you want, wherever, at um, alabama.com, al.com. <laughs> We're on there. 
Uh, uh, we got a show going on down at the Booger Hole. <laughs> if you want to come see us do some comedy. <laughs> we have Sneaky Parmesan performing. We have a horny, a horny Brook. She'll be there. It's headlined by the Empress. The Empress of Little Rock. All right. Any final words? Uh, quotidian. Quotidian on my part as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much to Nicholas and Jensen. They are so fucking funny. Go watch everything that they do. And join me next week where I will be back with another amazing guest. I can't wait. I'm recording a lot right now, and these guests keep coming with the goods. So I will talk to you very soon. You know all the things to do. Follow me, all that. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! has been an exactly right production want to share your paranormal experience on the podcast i read stories out loud and sometimes i'll even call you so email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com you can send a dm or voice message to the show's instagram at ghostedbyroz give us a follow while you're there and follow me roz on instagram at roz hernandez and on tiktok and twitter at it's roz hernandez my senior producer is the startling Jiha Lee. Associate producer is the alarming Alex Chi. This episode was mixed and sound designed by the eerie Edson Choi. My guest booker is the petrifying Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from the hair-raising Hannah Kyle Crichton. My theme music is by the spine-chilling Brendan Lynch-Salomon. Artwork by the spooky Vanessa Lilac. Photography by the terrifying Elizabeth Karen. Executive produced by the chilling Karen Kilgariff, the spooky Georgia Hardstark, and the frightening Danielle Kramer. Follow Ghosted by Roz Hernandez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Ghosted by Roz Hernandez merch.